Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi again, I'm Joe Connolly. To tell you more about a story that we have been covering that I think is a real big story, and that is about the new growth outside of Manhattan since COVID. Producer Neil A. Caruso will join us as well in talking with two people here who know a lot about this. Regina Meyer is the president of the Downtown Brooklyn Partnership, and Dan Kaplan is senior partner at FX Collaborative Architects. Regina, number one, what is happening that you see that you like in downtown Brooklyn right now? Well, I think what's really been great about downtown Brooklyn over the past few years is that it's evolved into a really fantastic, dynamic, mixed-use community. You know, it used to be um, dominated by the courts, um, the Board of Education, and shopping on Fulton Street. And now it's just a lot more. I mean, it's still shopping on Fulton Street, but it's also shopping at City Point. It's also a lot of residential and a lot of people are coming to downtown Brooklyn to live because it's so easy to get around. We have amazing mass transit. We have great access to parks like Brooklyn Bridge Park, um, the walk of, over the Brooklyn Bridge, of course. And people really want to be in the center of things, but they also want the amenities of, of living in Brooklyn, which means access to the great residential communities. Um, so we've really grown as a mixed-use community, and we've also really seen a growth in um, tech and media coming to work here in downtown Brooklyn, as well as um, a really strong cultural district. So yeah, a lot's going on here. Dan, I understand that FX Collaborative recently moved from Manhattan to Brooklyn. Why did you do that? <laughs> Hi, Joe. Uh, great question. Um, we're th and we're thrilled to be in downtown Brooklyn. We moved, um, we decided to move before the pandemic and we were designing a building, uh, one Willoughby Square. And the more we designed it and the more we uh, got into it, the more perfect we would realize it would be not only for many creative uh, industries, but our own, our own firm. And we talked to the developer, uh, JMB, and uh, we became one of the first tenants in the building and took uh, three floors. So it was the opportunity to uh, work and, and, and live in, in, if you will, uh, 
in the building that we designed. And that was so important. And then, of course, it was the neighborhood. So much of, so many of our architects and, and professional staff and, and overall staff live very close to, to downtown Brooklyn. And so it really became, um, you know, a very compelling argument for us, for us to move. I will so, say really wonderful is, is how vital, you know, the street life is in, in downtown Brooklyn and how, how, um, you know, in as we emerge from the pandemic, I mean, it's we, we moved into the space a, a year ago, and there's always been this great sense of, of street life and people on the street. And it's what Regina was saying, it's because there's a mix of uses. It's a 24 seven, you know, community, there's everything here. So it's it's really a, it, it's really great. Neil. Joe, Dan, Regina, nice to see you both and good to have you on the Small Business Spotlight. Um, let me ask Regina, where, what do you attribute this growth to, aside from the mixed use that uh, is so obvious and, and the support of local businesses there because of hybrid work, what else do you find is the reason businesses are starting up uh, in downtown Brooklyn? I, th I think it's a real confluence of things. Um, like I said earlier, it's about transportation. All of the major subway lines except the L come to downtown Brooklyn. Um, so you can get here from anywhere. Also, the Long Island Railroad comes straight into downtown Brooklyn at Atlantic Center, and Atlantic Center has become and Atlantic Terminal have become vital locations with the development, of course, of Barclays, um, new retail like Sephora, Dave and Buster's, and Uniqlo. I mean, so we we do have like a, a a variety of different centers here in downtown Brooklyn. I also attribute the growth to the incredible commitment that the cultural, the culturals and um, groups like the Brooklyn Academy of Music, music and uh, um, Mark Morris have, have put so much energy into making downtown Brooklyn distinct from Manhattan. And that's pretty obvious. When people come here, they feel like it's urban and it's connected, but it's also different from Midtown Manhattan and, and Lower Manhattan. And I think that's really to our advantage. And we also have connectivity to the waterfront, you know, Dumbo, um, there was no Dumbo 15 years ago to live and work. And now that's a real place. And so proximity is really one of the things that people really like here in Brooklyn. They can get here, they can do things and they can get anywhere. Dan, I was looking at your website, and I can understand why the building you were designing looks so nice you decided to move into it yourselves. But the buildings that you design are so open and light and airy. I wondered, when I looked at them, what's holding up these buildings? There's so much open space. Tell us about your design beliefs. So, expect especially when it comes to office space, but also residential space and, and institutional space. Everybody thirsts for and, and loves a connection to nature, to daylight, to greenery, to the changing of the sky, to the changing of the seasons. And this notion of a building that feels like it's connected to its greater environment is really what drives us and drives our design. And that, that, takes into account, like what I just said, the natural environment, but also the urban environment, the context, the, so that a building in downtown Brooklyn feels, that we designed, feels like it could only be in downtown Brooklyn. And you don't see the same design replicated all over the, the city, all over the country, or all over the world. 
this is just an amazing change for those of us who dreamed of working in Midtown Manhattan someday. Um, and we, I was just quoting on the radio somebody today, uh, a, um, a recruiter, who said, you know, actually, that if you think about it, downtown Manhattan is crowded, it's anonymous, it, it, it wasn't that pleasant. And we're not here to talk about down, downtown Manhattan. We all need it. It fuels the engine. Let's, let's, let's all be clear about that. But there just seems to be an economic and a cultural shift away from the cent center borough. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd say there's a few things going on here, Joe, just to your point that are super interesting. We have companies like Gimlet Media, which are now part of the um, Spotify umbrella at 41 Flatbush. And um, podcasting and a lot of tech and media is really comfortable not being in the center of things and being in Brooklyn. And that's really been ter terrific to have companies with that kind of energy who are that forward thinking. And frankly, I mean, you know that in the media business, podcasting and um, different ways of listening are here to stay, right? We, we all know that. So that's been terrific. The other thing is, I think, and I'm really building here off of what Dan just mentioned about open space. We really have a different sense of what um, a high density neighborhood can be. So for instance, we have a park under construction right around the right outside of um, Dan's new office building um, called Abolitionist Place, which will be the city is building and will be coming online um, next summer. Um, and so that's amazing that we can incorporate new open space into new with new development. Also, um, Brookfield, is rebuilding um, the open space here at MetroTech. They've rebranded it called Brooklyn Commons, and they're going to be getting um, that um, new open space underway as, as um, in addition to really um, re-energizing re their buildings here at Brooklyn Commons and MetroTech. So those are the kind of things that are happening here that are really different from um, Manhattan, I think, the combination with with a great open space, really giving um, workers op different opportunities to be outdoors, whether it be to um, uh, eat lunch, hear music um, after work, simply meet up with a friend for coffee. Those kind of, that's a quality of life that you don't find on every block in Midtown. Yeah, that's a good point. And Dan, I wanna to go to you. Joe pointed out some of the beautiful designs that your firm has, I mean, that includes all of the city, not just downtown Brooklyn, the recent uh, renovation, the Javits Center among it. Um, tell us about what you see as the future of New York City. As you put these buildings up, what do you see as the shaping of the city going to be post-pandemic? You know, I think um, our sort of generation's collective charge, if you will, from an, from an urban design and, and architecture and sort of civic point of view is to really reinvent the central business districts. Um, you know, I, I see downtown Brooklyn as somewhat of an emerging model of that with all the aspects that Regina said in terms of an enhanced public realm, more greenery, more open space, better uh, uh, buildings for working, but also a, a mix of uses. And so I see that spirit 
getting infused into the central business districts of Manhattan and, and, and Queens and, and the Bronx. So, you know, there's this concept that I really believe is, is extraordinarily strong. And it's called the 15 minute uh, community. And that means anything that you care about, whether it's working, living, playing, learning, culture, civic infrastructure, green space, recreational, is all within 15 convenient minutes, healthcare, 15 com- convenient minutes from your, where you live. And, and you know, this was always the model of um, Manhattan, but only for a very small group of people. I mean, when you think about Park Avenue in the 50s, and all those people would go up to Park Avenue in the 60s or 70s where they lived, and they, they had everything. But so this is a way to create that model, but for for all and for for a much wider group of people. So I, I you know this idea of a 15 minute polycentric New York is is really I think where the future's at, and uh, you know I think that's where we're all going to be rowing in that direction. Could Manhattan be that? That's a big challenge. Could that apply to Manhattan theoretically, Dan? Yes. I mean, you know, uh, well, first of all, the reports of the death of the office buildings are greatly, greatly exaggerated. Right? So <laughs> I don't believe that the, the office is going away. It's could definitely change and changing. But there is, you know, the, the pendulum always swings. I remember, you know, after 9-11, there was this whole idea of like, well, we have to we have to diversify or diffuse our, our footprint all over the country for security. And you had this idea of uh, what was called corporate decapitation, where the heads were in New York and then all the divisions were out in, in, in various places to disperse. And, and what happened was that was great, except for people started saying, well, that's good, I, but I'm going to be in the, in the center, right? And <laughs> I'm not going to be in one of those satellites. And so there is this idea of, 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 um, uh, of enterprises needing to be close to each other. To each other and and have a, a culture strongly established culture themselves i see that in our office so strongly as we've come back to work that it has given us a new energy and reinforced the uh as we come back to the office it's given us a new energy and reinforced our sense of, of culture so that's not going away so what we do need to do is make sure there's more office buildings in manhattan that can do what this building does and 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 the other new buildings uh, like around Hudson Yards and and around uh, uh, the new ones emerging around Grand Central, which is like light, air, open space, greenery, connection, connectivity. But then that answer, what do we do with the rest of it? You know, what, there are certainly always going to be a need for for, you know, large floor plate offices, not enormous ones, but there's going to be a need. But, you know, the older office buildings that are now 50, 60, 70 years old are, you know, they need to be repurposed and, and I think reinvented. And I think that therein lies this great opportunity. This is what happened to Lower Manhattan. It's gone through and now it's becoming more and more and more of a mixed use scenario. Last thing I wanna say is it's so important in Manhattan, just like in downtown Brooklyn, and, and I think also should be planned for Long Island City, is a greatly enhanced public realm. You know, we're looking at all sorts of plans for around Harold and Greeley Square, around the uh, Empire um, Station. Others are looking at reventing Park Park Avenue. There's a plan afoot for reinvention of Fifth Avenue. You know, uh, 
Broadway, the Broadway medians that go from, from uh, really Union Square all the way up to Times Square, one day that's going to become a green space. So the, all, investing in that, that area, I think, will yield great, great uh, benefits in the future. Neil, one, one more. Neil, uh, one more for Regina. Sure. And so, Regina, when you you know hear about what's happening in terms of these office buildings, mixed use and um, and some of the conversions that are going on, how do you then market to these businesses to to start in in your districts and, you know, grow there and hire people and bring people to the office that are going to then use other local businesses, the restaurants, the coffee shops um, and go shopping, you know, in downtown Brooklyn? Yeah, I mean, we um, really, really um, want to see the continued growth of the mixed-use neighborhood. And we think that this is a great place to work. And what we do to, to enhance that is work on our public realm. So we hired um, some of Dan's competitors, actually, some um, who are our colleagues, um, at WXY and Big to work on a an, an entirely new public realm plan for downtown Brooklyn. And we are starting to roll that out and work really hard with the city to um, realize new improvements in the pedestrian landscape in downtown Brooklyn. And we've started those in a few key locations around Macy's on Fulton Street. And we hope to see those grow um, and be enhanced over um, the coming years. We, um, this summer, we're going to be rolling out some great new sidewalk improvements like you see in the Flatiron District and in Union Square. Um, right here in downtown Brooklyn, and we will be um, proceeding with those kind of plans um, for the next few years. So I totally agree. We have to bring the vitality of the street to everyone, and that's what people are really coming to downtown Brooklyn for, whether it be office or residential or shopping at City Point or um, going to a, a show at BAM. All of those pieces really, we see them as all fitting together right here on the sidewalks and streetscape of downtown Brooklyn. Do you think, Regina, that the sidewalk sheds will survive and will continue to have them or no? I think outdoor dining is here to stay. People right. love it. New Yorkers have marched with their feet and their pocketbooks and their idea of hanging out after work and having a drink. Um, there's definitely um, a desire on the city's part, as you know, to make the rules a little bit fairer and to regularize certain experiences. Um, but we are going to support um, outdoor dining as much as we can. We know that our neighborhood um, really has embraced it. It's been great to talk to both of you, so much so that I'd like to have both of you back again sometime in the future. Sure. Because what you're really talking about, as I listen to it, is all of New York City. Correct. We really appreciate your thoughts and ideas, and we'll have you back. Thank you very much, Dan. So much Regina. fun. So Thank much fun. You. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.